Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel. It is currently 6.01 a.m. East Coast time. It is Tuesday, November 26th, two days till Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you are all enjoying the beginning of your week, the start to your week. We have a nice little two-game NBA slate today. Just an update on what's to come. Tomorrow, there is a huge, massive 13-game NBA slate. I'm going to be trying my best to get a video out. If there's no video of me out there, it'll be probably an audio version on this YouTube channel. And if you're listening on the podcast there as well, depending on the time frame of it, I will be leaving at 4 in the morning tomorrow to drive 10 hours up northeast uh, to Pennsylvania. So going to have to try and get that prep tonight as well as prepping a ton of NFL content for Thanksgiving. I will be doing a breakdown for the Thursday night football game. I will be doing a breakdown for the three-game slate. And then on Patreon as well as Instagram, I'll be dropping some exclusive content on game-by-game notes, projections. So be sure to check that out. Follow me over on Instagram, linked up down below. Twitter as well, at DFS, linked up down below. Drop some informative things. I'm pretty active on Twitter on a daily basis, many, many of times a day. And then also Patreon is linked up down below where you can get some of that exclusive content. I'm debating on whether doing a video for every single showdown slate or a podcast for every single one. I might just kind of have the, the Thursday night big one and then the three-game slate should be able to kind of break down some analyses as well and translate over to that big slate for each showdown slate. But depending on the prize pools, I've yet to see the salaries for them. Hopefully, if we get them by tomorrow, maybe I'll do extra things there. And then as of um, Saturday, Sunday, all that will be normal content for Patreons and the weekend content. I'll be returning on Friday, uh, and everything will be normal from there. I'll do a Friday NBA video. So there's no NBA on Thursday, so just a a heads up to what the week will look like. No NBA on Thursday just because there's no games. And then tomorrow, I'm trying to do my best to get a 13-game slate out. Uh, I'm going to be recording about four videos today for Thanksgiving slash other content as well as working through projections things like that so if we can get it all prepped for the 13 games i'll try and record that before leaving tomorrow morning so there's the little rundown for the podcast folks and the youtube folks on what the week is coming there was no video yesterday due to the um, huge uh, workload of the thanksgiving stuff but all that is now situated and should be all good to go i'm very excited to release this content the next few days for everybody should be pretty fun right thanksgiving is just incredible i hope you all have a great holiday if indeed you are celebrating so I already mentioned everything linked below, the social medias, you should go check those out. You should hit the subscribe button because, look, it's Thanksgiving's approaching, and why should we not just try and get to 17,000 now since we crushed through 16,000? Thank you all so much on the audio version. We're about to hit 200 rates and reviews, so I really do appreciate the people over there. We're going to start giving away um, more giveaways. Um, we have Fantasy Draft, of course, giving away giveaways into their entry every single Sunday, uh, $25 value. So if you want to try and win $25 over for Fantasy Draft, please do. Uh, hit the rate and review on the podcast. So, Fantasy Draft mentioning them. They are the sponsor of today's show, revolutionizing the way that you play daily fantasy sports from pretty much eliminating rakes. So when you win more, you win more. When you lose, you still win more. Um, in, in theory, long-term, right? Not even in theory, in practicality, in long-term, just it's not kind of there physically uh, in front of you. So uh, about 10 to 15% more you're going to be winning. I've been tracking my bankroll over on Fantasy Draft and what do you know? It's about 12% higher right now than it would have been if I played in my normal head-to-heads and, and just contests that I play over on DraftKings. Obviously, I don't have the upside to win the $100,000, $200,000 every single night on, as I do on DraftKings, but that upside on DraftKings is a 0.0001% chance, and no, I'm not lying. Do the calculations if you're only entering one lineup. If you're entering two, then you have a 0.0002% chance, so uh, you get my point there. Um, at least try and experiment with some of these new sites. There's less professionals over there. It's really good and beneficial to try to. I'm sure they're going to be running big NFL tournaments for Thanksgiving. So be sure to check it out. Linked up down below is Fantasy Draft. Uh, you can click the link and check it out over there. 
So let's get into this two-game slate. It should be a pretty brief one. If you have any questions or concerns, let, leave them down below in the comments or reach out to me via Twitter at DFS. So just for, there's, there's really no injuries. Like the Landry Shamit for the Clippers has not been playing. He's going to miss at least the next three games with this ankle injury. So the Mo Harklesses of the world, the backup players, the Ronnie Magruners might see rotational run, but nothing major there. And then for Dallas, Maxi Kleber is questionable with a knee injury. He's been fluctuating his minutes from mid-20s to some games to high teens. Dwight Powell, Dorian Finney-Smith, even Boban, um, who's been playing decent minutes, like 17 to 20 a game over the last month or over the last week or so. If Kleber misses, all those guys see a bump. Powell has been terrible, but he would see his minutes stabilized probably closer to 26 to 28. Dorian Finney-Smith has been playing in the 30s and actually has been quite well. Um, really, all these secondary players for Dallas, like Dorian Finney-Smith, um, you look at DeLon Wright, been playing nicely over the last couple of weeks. Um, and a lot of that's credit to just Luka setting so many people up for assists, right? Um, the triple-double machine. And then you have Boban, of course. So that's all the injuries. That's it. Uh, really, for the most part, keep an eye on Maxi Kleber. And then obviously, any late-breaking news on a two-game slate, I will have projections out. And they will be out much earlier since it's only a two-game slate than usual today. I'll be working through some of the Thanksgiving and NFL content for the Week 13 the NFL season, but the projections, I'm doing this video at 6 in the morning, uh, projections will be out by around noon and then updated based on any injury news that we get. So right now, two games late, probably not going to expect much injury news unless there's just people late scratched. Um, so just keep an eye on it. For the most part, your value is going to become built in on this slate, and we'll talk about it, but a lot of the times the strategy for these slates, if you have built-in value, is usually built-in value is not great. It's just people trying to force in players, right, because there's no injuries, so the value is probably priced properly, although DraftKings this year really hasn't been doing that, um, but Fantasy Draft has been doing a little bit better. Uh, the value is going to be properly properly priced or they're just bad players so if they start to get really chalky just pivot to somebody else who for the most part is probably going to project out for the same thing except the herd and the public and all um, of the ownership is just going on a specific player because well that's who's been hyped up the most in videos and live streams and whatever it might be here is your target offense sheet for the uh, two game slate if you're listening on the podcast version you can get this over on patreon or you can just head to the youtube channel hit that subscribe button um, and screenshot it if you'd like you can screenshot right now i'm probably below it right up there um so lots of high totals. Um, I mean, team totals are high. So both game totals, 228 game total for Dallas and the Clippers, 226 and a half for Denver and Washington. Uh, you have the highest, we'll start with the highest total on the slate, Denver versus Washington. Denver, a 118 team total. They're nine point favorites, leaving Washington as a 108.5 team total. You get a nice pace up spot here for Denver of about almost three possessions and a huge pace down spot, losing about four possessions for Washington. So yeah, it's a pace down spot for Washington, brutal matchup across the board for Washington players, right? You're going to have really not much interest for me. It's it's only a four-game slate uh, or a two-game slate, so four-team slate. There's going to be some interest in some of the value on Washington, um, but not much interest in the big names, right? You have an expensive Bradley Beal still in a price range where you have both Paul George, where you have Nikola Jokic around there, Kawhi Leonard in better matchups for all those players. Really tough for me to want to prioritize Beal on this type of a slate where it's a pace down spot, terrible team total, lowest team total on the slate by 4.25 points, and then it's by far the lowest compared to Denver, a 10-point difference as 9.5-point underdogs in this one. You have Thomas Bryant, whose price is down, but this is just screams out a spot where this guy's going to play 26 minutes and just get bullied off the court by Millsap and Jokic. And if he doesn't get bullied off the court and he at least holds his own, it just screams out foul trouble, right? Something like that. So the things that I like the most in here are the value. We'll see if Davis Bertens continues to start and play big minutes. He's probably the best, one of the best value plays in the slate. Really, there's nothing great from the studs, but both of the better value plays in the slate. Below $5,000, Isaiah Thomas stands out as the best value early in the day for me. Tough matchup for sure, but coming off a 29-minute game, I can project him comfortably for probably about 28 minutes here, and he's only $4,600 acting as a point guard and going to be somebody who rallies up assists and will drive to the basket, get to the 
I'm not driving as much as it used to before these injuries, but we'll take some jumpers, of course, now more than ever, which is not great, but he'll still drive and get to the free throw line at a decent rate compared to what he used to. And then Davis Bertans is just a $5,000 player who is probably for a two-game slate should be priced somewhere closer to 58000 So yeah, I would prioritize this team as Bertans and then Isaiah Thomas, and then really nothing else after that. But on the Denver side, a lot's going to be attractive here as they have the highest total on the slate. It's going to be a pace-up spot. Uh, Murray is on a two-game slate, somebody who can explode for 50 points. He's been playing Jamal Murray fantastic as of late. He's 7,400. You're not going to find him on my early interest. But, of course, on a two-game slate, if you land on Jamal Murray, that's fine. I'm just prioritizing my lineups a little bit differently, obviously Luka being on this slate at a high price point. I think the spots that I really like here are Paul Millsap on this slate. Best spot for a power forward is going to be going up against Washington out of these three teams. One of the best spots in the league for a power forward is going up against Washington against Ru- uh, the rookie Ru- Rui Hachimaria against Thomas Bryant, who is by no means a great defender. This is a really good rebounding spot, and you get a reduced price point on Paul Millsap, who has been shooting lights out from three, not really um, having a great rebounding season so far as, a pay- as opposed to his previous years, but this is a perfect get-right spot, if you will. I think Will Barton is going to have a difficult matchup in this one, depending on who he faces, but $6,100 Will Barton is probably my second priority on this team. It probably goes Paul Millsap and then Barton, like 1A, 1B. Um, And then after that, you have just garbage value in Gary Harris. You have Jamal Murray if you want to get there. I think he's fine on a two-game slate. The price point is completely fine. It's just a matter of how you want to prioritize your lineups. And then Nikola Jokic is not my preferred pay-up spot. That would be Luka. Um, but Jokic, of course, 9800 now, price point coming up in a great rebounding spot and a spot that just screams out triple-double upside for a guy like Jokic, dropping his first triple-double last week. So, yeah, I, I would prioritize this team based on this slate, right? Obviously trying to factor in that I do like Luka, I do like guys like Paul George in the upper tiers of pricing. I'd probably prioritize this team as, um, let's go Will Barton, Paul Millsap, and then Nikola Jokic. Uh, Jamal Murray falls off of that list, but he would he would be right there at four. It's just, once again, a price point that I don't find myself landing on playing around early in the morning. Dallas and the Clippers, higher, team, higher overall game total, 228. Um, you have a two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Clippers. Should be a nice game here. A two-and-a-half-point favorite is interesting. It just shows you how good this Dallas team has been because of Luka. Kristoff seems to be absolutely fine in terms of injuries. So uh, we'll start the, the Dallas side of it. 112.75 team total, two-and-a-half-point underdogs here. It's a slight pace-up spot. They'll probably gain around a possession I have in this one. Pace-down spot for the Clippers, losing about a possession. So nothing crazy. It's closer to neutral. Uh, so Dallas side, Maxi Kleber, we talked about, is going to be questionable for this one. I think that's important news. If he's out, you can get a Dorian Finney-Smith stabilizing in his minutes, backing up Christoph Porzingis, stabilizing his minutes, going to some of the three and getting 30-plus minutes. If if Kleber is out, you'll probably get Boban playing the far majority of the backup center minutes. I think you could project Powell for somewhere around 28 center minutes. Give Boban um, somewhere around 18 to 20, and you maybe, if you don't give him the full 20 and get your 48 minutes out of the center position projected in minutes, you give Kristoff like a two or three minute center boop bump right there. He's played a little bit at center this season. So, yeah, it's going to affect some of the value on the slate. Boban's only 3,300. If you told me he was going to play 20 minutes on a two-game slate, he's without, uh, without a doubt in play. You told me he was going to play 16, he's on the fringe of being in play because this is a guy who's averaging like 1.2 fantasy points per minute. He plays 20 minutes more times than not. He'll go out there and score 20-plus fantasy points at 3,300 and be one of the better values on the slate. So, although I'm not thrilled by playing Boban today, if Maxi Kleber misses, he's at least in play. Dorian Finney-Smith as well in play regardless, but if Kleber misses, you probably just get more stabilized production and really just minutes closer to the 30 plus range instead of maybe hovering around the 26 to 28 range talking about the actually good players on this team yeah Luca on a two-game slate 11,400 is fine to pay for you just have to find the value I'm fine with people wanting to go balance and just not playing Luca and hope that he doesn't drop 70 and instead he drops 58 or 60 but on a two-game slate it's really difficult to see Luca not being 
at least of interest to a lot of people. Now, it's not like a couple of weeks ago or, or last week where we had Giannis on a two-game slate and it was obvious that he was underpriced, but like Giannis was 10,000, I think 400 or 10,200 on that slate. Luka is now appropriately priced at 11,400 for a two-game slate, so you can surely get to him and I probably will be prioritizing getting to Luka on this slate, but there is a Paul George, there is a Kawhi Leonard. We might get late news and there's no Kawhi playing today maybe and then you get Paul George all by himself in this team. There's a Nikola Jokic who has the 50-60 point upside, so Luka is not as much of a priority because of the pricing of where he is and the other players on the slate as Giannis was last week in comparison. That being said, he's still my number one payup priority because I'm going to probably have him projecting out for somewhere around 60 fantasy points and the next best guy is probably going to project out somewhere around the 52 to 53 range if I had to guess. Again, you can get those projections linked up down below on Patreon. So Luke is the priority. Second interest from this team would be Christoph Porzingis and a nice rebounding matchup against the Clippers here. Um, that's that's really the two main priorities. I know that um, DeLon Wright has been playing well, but I think he's now priced up into the 5K range for a guy who's coming off of a huge minutes game. I mean, not a spot that I really want to target that much. Keep an eye on the starting lineup. I imagine they keep it the same, but if some reason Seth Curry jumped into the signing, starting lineup, that would be an interesting spot. Um, you have a really good matchup, the best matchup on the slate for centers for a guy like Dwight Powell. He's just been abysmal, terrible, a .55 fantasy point per minute producer, one of the worst in the league this year. So if you want to take your sh- shot on him at this 830 game, I think it's okay. This is a spot to do it, especially if there's no Kleber. You would probably get 28 plus minutes of production. My priorities from this team are going to be as followed. Luca, Kristoff, Dorian Finney-Smith, and then um, Dwight Powell, and that's about it. Uh, you can go Boban after that. You can get to DeLon right if you want, but he's a little bit too expensive for me. From the Clippers side of the ball, I really like Paul George here. You finally have Kawhi Leonard priced down to 8800 Paul George is only 8200 It's a spot that I'm going to be um, prioritizing a good amount. So we'll start at the Clippers um, bigs. Um, Montrezl Harrell is going to be in play for me. He's too cheap. He's going to be going up against Dwight Powell, Boban to an extent. Those are just not good matchups. And that's a big reason why Boban might not stay in the court all that often. And they'll just keep Kristoff at the five, maybe a little bit more, because there's just no way that a guy like Boban can compete with Montrezl Harrell. There's no way. On on defense, he's just going to be falling over himself. Montrezl Harrell will bump into him, and Boban will just fall over. The giant will fall over. The floor will shake. The baskets will crack. And left the pause game it'll be terrible so they don't want all that to happen right Uh, they don't want to all the disruption to happen so yeah Manchester Harrell is one of the better plays of the day I would say at his price point Um, really the the Clippers offer a lot of value in terms of not cheap end plays there's really not much of those there guys are appropriately priced but value in terms of the mid-range you have Lou Williams in the low sixes you have Manchester Harrell in the 6k range that's pretty nice and then in the upper tier range you have these guys in Kawhi at 8800 and Paul George at 8200 that are probably both like a thousand dollars too cheap but since really we don't have a big sample on how they perform together outside of like two two and a half games we're only getting um, lower price and I think we're getting low price points on both of these guys. You saw Russ and Paul George at times last year being 10K each or at least 9,500 plus each. I think you're going to see that at some point this year. We're going to get Kawhi in that 9K range and Paul George at least hovering around that 9K range, if not around 8,800. So I like Paul George um, <clears throat> in terms of like overall pay up spots for your value. Luca is going to project out nicely, but I imagine Paul George for me projects out somewhere into the the 45 plus point range, 43 at the low end. So he's going to project out as a really nice point per dollar. He might be one of my favorite plays, if not my favorite play on the entire slate. Paul George at 8,200 with a nice matchup. Um, you have Lou Williams we touched on. Kawhi Leonard is, is more of a secondary option from this team, making him a secondary option on the day for me, although it's a nice spot. If there's anybody that would sit, sit today, I would imagine it would be Kawhi Leonard over really anybody else on these other teams. So keep an eye on that outside of the ones that we've already talked about with Kleber being questionable for Dallas. 
not much else to talk about here like the value there's no value coming in from the clippers in terms of low-end guys cheap guys no mo harkless no jamichael greens not playing any of those today barring any injury news patrick beverly is cheap so maybe there's some value um you can get him at a fair price point he's been playing pretty well definitely on the defensive side he's, he's been balling out defensive rebounding he's at 11.4 percent i believe i saw which is one of the best it is the top percentile it would be historically high for a guard or, or who plays his position at 11.4 percent in the top one percentile, according to Cleaning the Glass, you could use that if you'd like. Nice website uh, created by Ben Falk. Um, so yeah, I think that the way that I prioritize the Clippers is one, Paul George, um, two, Montrezl Harrell, three, Lou Williams, four, Kawhi, and then five, Pat Bev. I think Pat Bev actually offers more value than I'm, I'm leading on here. I'm going to have to look more into his rates. Again, they have a 115.25 team implied total, a slight pace down spot. They're two and a half point favorites here. Pat Bev might deserve a little bit better than I'm expecting. I just love the price point on Lou Williams and Harrell. Um, we'll see how I get there. Pat Bev actually, he's probably going to be up that list a little, little bit more, um, depending on what the value looks like at the end of the day. We do, once again, have that Isaiah Thomas value. I think I prefer Isaiah Thomas, who will play similar minutes to Beverly um, and just be more of a productive player when on the court more times than not. I know Bev has been playing well over the last week or two, but I'll take a much bigger sample of this season and dating back two years past than just the two or three games, right? And obviously those two or three games, four games, he's played his best with Kawhi and Paul George on the court. That's obviously not going to keep up. You don't get better when those two guys are on the court, the usage hogs and uh, productivity hogs that they are. You don't get better when that happens. So it's just a small, I would say, outlier of a four-game sample. So Bev is definitely in play as value. Um, I probably prefer Isaiah Thomas over him and definitely Davis Davis Bertens. So that is the that is the two-game slate, my early interest. I'll just put them up on the board for the people listening on the podcast. I'll just read through them. Luka Dantich, Nikola Jokic. This is in salary order. Luka Dantich, Nikola Jokic, Paul George, Christoph Porzingis, Montrezl Harrell at 6,700 on DraftKings, 12,500 on Fantasy Draft. Lou Williams, I think, is a really nice price point. 6,100 on DraftKings, uh, 12,700 on Fantasy Draft. If we were to have a bombshell that Kawhi was missing this two-game slate, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams at those price points become virtual locks, and so does Paul George. You just play all the Clippers at that point, in my opinion. Will Barton at 6,100 rounds out my 6K interests. He's 11,600 on Fantasy Draft. Really nice price over there. 5K interests, just two of them. Paul Mills up at 5,400 and Davis Bertans at 5,200. I think both are really nice plays. I think Bertans being small forward eligible, as where he usually starts and plays, is really nice. He's been playing really, really good over the last two weeks. Uh, the best 4K play on the board for me today, and I have four on my early interests, is probably Isaiah Thomas. 4,600 on DraftKings, 9,500 on Fantasy Draft. I'll project him out for 25, 28 minutes. He's seeing over a 24% usage rate. And the rest of the 4K plays are really just meh plays. Dorian Finney-Smith, Gary Harris, and Dwight Powell all playing decent minutes. Harris playing huge minutes. has just been very abysmal this year, only sporting a 15.4% usage rate. I'd probably rank them in this order. Dorian Finney-Smith... Um, Dwight Powell, especially if Max Kleber's out, then Gary Harris to round up my 4K interests behind Isaiah Thomas. And then 3K interests, I don't really love these guys at all. Um, but Avacha or Vika Zubak on a, on a two-game slate, if this guy plays 20 minutes, he's averaging like 1.3 fantasy points per minute. He's playing unreal. He just doesn't play a lot of minutes because he gets bullied off the court. This is not a matchup where I would expect him to get all that much bullied off the court if it's just Dwight Powell out there and like maybe Boban. So, um, I mean, Zubak and Boban being out there at the same time would just be hilarious. But $3,900 on DraftKings, $7,400 on Fantasy Draft. He is the guy on a two-game slate that if you give him 20 minutes, he can score 40 points. Um, if you give him 17, he can score 30 points. Like, it doesn't matter his minutes. He'll be so productive out there. It's just you have to catch that lightning in a bottle. It'll happen once a month or once every three weeks that this guy goes out and scores 30-plus points in 15 to 20 minutes of play. 
on a two-game slate if he's low-owned. might be worth a shot at 3900 Then you have Mason Plumlee at 3800 He's just built in value. All these guys are built in value. There's no injuries here. If Plumlee plays more times than not 16 minutes, he won't be valuable to you. Um, but sometimes he'll play 20 if there's Jokic foul trouble. So sometimes he'll play 22 and be valuable for you. Boban at 3300 He's probably not a guy I'll end up getting to. This matchup just doesn't call for him to really see much minutes, but if there's no Max Kleber, which is questionable, he might just have to be forced to play 16 to 18 to 20 minutes, and at 3,300, Boban's 1.2 fantasy points per minute, if he's playing 18 minutes, is going to grade out nicely today, um, at least for today. If he ends up getting chalky, if any of these guys in this 4K range are below outside of maybe Isaiah Thomas, who I think is a good play, if any of those other guys... um, Gary Harris, Dwight Powell, Zubak, and any of these other guys for some reason are chalky. Just fade them. Just go somewhere else because it's so high risk for those guys to pay off. So if ownership is coming in on them as if there's confidence in it, showing that there's a high ownership shows high confidence in it, then it's not something that you should be um, trying to eat the, the value the value chalk that is shaky value. So thank you. This is the two-game slate for today. It is, once again, Tuesday, November 26th. I hope you all have a great start to your week. Hit that subscribe button and link below. I'm actually linked on this video to the right. If you're if you're on the audio version, you can hit the subscribe button over to YouTube. There'll be a button. You can hit the five star rate and review. Subscribe to the podcast as well on your audio subscribe podcast. I don't even know what I'm saying there on your podcast platforms. Um, but thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Linked up down below are the social medias and my exclusive content over on Patreon. Best of luck. I'll be releasing the NFL content over the next few days. My name is Sal. You already know that. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.